Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink brews. I'm Jordan. Sitting across from me here, oops, sorry, still staring at me through the screen, is Daniel. Hello, hello. How are you today, Daniel? So far, so good. That's good. I saw your cat around. She's still there? Yeah, she's sitting on my lap. Ah, That's very cute. Dramada is going to join the show today. She's going to give her opinion on a few things here. We decided to continue our uh, bad movie lineup, and we watched a, was it a two, 2017 movie called It Came from the Desert. Yep. Starring unknowns. And, yeah, probably one of the worst scripts I have ever seen, but or at least dialogue-wise. Yeah. <laughs> so, sit, so sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's talk some killer ants. Cheers! Cheers. Well, Daniel, before we get going, what are you drinking on your end? I got a Ninkasi Prismatic Juicy IPA. What is the cover? Do you have it pulled up to the camera here? Yeah, it's just... I've had one of those. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Is it a Pilsner or IPA? It's an IPA. Okay. So I've got a brand new one from Breakside. I know, surprise, surprise. So this one is called Wonder Jack IPA. West Coast Indian Pale Ale. 7.1%. Nice. It sounds yummy. Mm. It's good. I think it got just a pinch too warm because it's been out of the fridge for like 20 minutes now waiting for me. But no, not bad. Yummy. Good stuff. All right, Daniel. Well, let's get on with the show here. What do you got for us for the movie news segment? Okay, so I really just got a couple things right now. Is Jurassic Park 3 is set to resume filming in July, and I think same with the Batman. Alan. Madison's Batman. And then we have Disney. I saw this today that Disney says Star Wars on Disney Plus will lead to Avengers-like events. Wait, what? Like, Disney Plus says that they're uh, like Star Wars TV shows will kind of be they're built in the same universe and i don't think all of them are going to have the same timeline but essentially they're going to have like some possibly some crossover events which could be cool i mean star wars is a big galaxy it is which is why i think it's better if we just leave every i don't know people can have their own stories i know i'm more interested in maybe them crossing paths or them maybe visiting similar like same places yeah i guess that, that was part of my problem with the bringing lando back for episode nine is like this galaxy is so huge yet feels so small at the same time right but no nah, i mean that could be cool we'll see i mean it's, i would rather the... go ahead oh i'd rather like different like characters who have like maybe in one series you have a bounty hunter and then like maybe those characters would meet up with like you know the uh the mandalorian because they do similar things so they would be in similar places mm-hmm. yeah, something like that i would rather have that than going for huge events i mean like that always makes you a little wary like how dc is like yeah we're, we're gonna fucking do justice league and we did justice league wow that fucking sucked yeah you We've know introduced a couple of the characters so far in their own solo film but exactly so I'm just like, every time somebody born all these new characters in, they're not going to need any time to get to know them and care about them, and the uh, movie's going to be awful. It's going to feel like it was just stitched together, scene by scene. Yeah, so it always makes me hesitant. 
when people say that, but I guess technically Disney has the Marvel method that has worked. So, you know, maybe we'll see some good stuff from that. Hopefully, I don't know. So today I saw a trailer. I, I guess they put out another, well, it's, it still said um, May 1st, I think. So a Black Widow trailer. I, I guess they put out a second one that I just had never seen before and I came across it today. And uh, yeah. I again can't wait for that movie. It looks again, it looks like the next best thing as far as like a solo Avenger film next to um the Winter Soldier. Like it looks like it's gonna be little over the top stuff and you know, flying from helicopters and things like that, hanging on from helicopters, but also same time really grounded stuff too. Yeah, like I'm really excited for like that like parachuting scene where they're falling through the air with all the debris to see how that because that looks like that could be really cool. Yeah. And I do like over-the-top stuff like that because it's only things you can see in comic book movies or animation, mm-hmm. you know? David Harbour, I can't wait to see him on screen in the part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, now that's going to be awesome. So, yeah, saw that today. I saw they've delayed, at least as far as release goes, The Matrix will be 2022 now. Yeah, it seems like everything's getting pushed back a year. <laughs> King Kong and Godzilla got pushed back to next year. Yeah. Sad. No, I'm still looking forward to that one. I just hoping they put a trailer out eventually, but no trailer still. I hope so. I can't wait to see a trailer for that one. But yeah, Tenant got delayed two weeks, but hopefully we start seeing some theaters opening up here. I don't know what there's going to be worthwhile to go see, but... Nothing for a while. I saw that... Oh, the other thing I saw is that I guess Mulan is going to be like the first big movie to premiere in theaters once they reopen. Okay. Which I kind of forgot about Mulan because that was supposed to come out in like what, March? Or March. No. Was it supposed or to come out? Or maybe April. March or April. I thought it was supposed to come out like right around the same time as Onward did. Yeah, it was supposed to come out a few weeks after Onward. So yeah, like early April or something. It's supposed to, yeah, I think same around the same time bond was supposed to come out yeah so we'll kind of see how that goes and yeah and everything's getting pushed back but nothing has a set date i know i'm trying to think of our as far as our top 10 anticipated for 2020 have we only seen the one onward i think so i think yes as far as 10 top 10 anticipated i think yeah i think onward is it because soul top gun Wonder Woman, that all has been pushed. Tenant mm. hasn't been come out yet. Um, you said the uh, uh, Edgar Wright film, right? Got pushed. Yeah, last night in Soho already got pushed. Dang. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So there's only two things on my top ten list that we've actually been able to see, which is Onward, oh, 1917, and Sonic. Okay. I'm surprised to see Sonic in there. I... <laughs> that was on your top ten anticipated. Apparently, I was just like curious to see it. That one was just pure curiosity, though. Yeah. But yeah, so the ones that yeah, like last night in Soho got pushed. Ghostbusters three. Oh How yeah. Anything about that? Yeah, maybe Wonder that's just. Push. They might be smart just to say that for next summer because that can be in any summer movie. Yeah. It's definitely a summer movie though, so they should just push that to next year. I can go another year without Ghostbusters. It's fine. Yeah. And then what? Tenet pushed. No Time to Die pushed. The Kingsman prequel pushed. 
Uh, and Godzilla versus Kong pushed. Yeah. Well, I still have so much stuff to get cut up on Netflix, Hulu, and HBO Max that I'm good. Oh, I know. I just added. There's just so much stuff to watch. So much. Just finished a season five of The Wonder Years. Just started season six. So excited for that. All right. Well, speaking of, is that it for movie news that you got? That is all I have for movie news. Okay. Well, why don't we move on here and let's talk other things we saw this week. So I actually got around to seeing a couple things this week. I got two movies to talk about. Okay. I'll start with one here. I watched for the first time in a while. I guess I was thinking of Johnny Depp the other day. I heard saw something that it was his birthday. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to watch a Johnny Depp movie tonight. And I was thinking Ed Wood because I just love that movie. It's one of my favorite roles that he's done. Then I decided to watch Blow instead. So yeah, first time in a long time I sat down and watched Blow from 2001. And great movie. I, I think it's great. Great cast. I mean, Johnny Depp, Penelope Cruz. Um, how you got, what's his name? Uh, who, you know, was in Boy Meets World, Remember the Titans. The guy that... I don't remember. Mall rats. I, I can never think of, I can never remember his name. That's nah, okay. But Blow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I forget he played his friend Tuna in this. Okay. But yeah, great, great movie, great cast. And oh, um, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. I love his part in this movie so much. What's his part in the movie? He's I don't the hair, he's the salon owner. That gets them started on their quest, basically for discovering, oh, like selling shit. drugs. Yeah, I never realized that was Pee Wee Herman's. You didn't realize? Oh my gosh, no, yeah. But maybe that's just like how well he played the role too. <laughs> yeah, that's him. No, I I did not realize that when I watched it. Great soundtrack too. I love the music in that movie. But yeah, it was it's it was fun to revisit that. I haven't watched it in a while. Good times. Nice. Well, I had a couple too, so I'll interject mine. One is I watched Pleasantville. Uh, starring oh, cool. what? Like, Toby Maguire and Reese Witherspoon. I always want to say Anne Hathaway for some reason, but Reese Witherspoon. But yeah, I totally like. I've seen this movie once years ago, but Shiloh was like, "Hey, I want to watch this movie." I'm like, "Oh, kind of a weird pick, but sure, yeah." So we ended up watching it on Sunday, and this movie's actually like I thought it. I didn't know. I didn't think about it much when I saw it because I was a little younger. So I'm like, I'm not picking up on a lot of the messages or like trying to i think it was like 16 when i saw it but like watching it now i'm like it was actually really good really well acted there's a young paul walker in it that i didn't realize oh really I, yeah. it's been so long since i've seen that yeah and i don't know it's just like it was a lot of fun it's very cool cinematography how things start out black and white in the world and slowly get more and more color in it as things progress i mean it's a really cool concept and you know the i don't know i guess the message still holds up oh wow look at the cast william h macy uh jeff daniels is in it yeah like i said tobe mcguire wow i'm trying to remember who uh directed this let me see oh gary ross who he's known for um let's see i know he wrote sea biscuit and big with tom hanks as far as directing goes what is he known for i think pleasantville is it he did the hunger games and oh, he he did sea biscuit as well too 
Which uh, okay. have you seen Sea Biscuit? Yeah, I've seen that. Okay, it's a pretty good one. Cool. Yeah, is that streaming somewhere? No, we had to rent it. Uh, we rented it on Voodoo. Because nice. I was like trying to find it to stream, and then I tried to find it to stream at not official places, but it was grainy. I'm like, you know, this is a good enough movie that we should just watch it in high quality. So we did, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Oh, and if anyone's wondering, Blow, I believe, is still streaming on Netflix for anybody that wants to check that out. Nice. So I finally sat down and I watched a documentary that came out two years ago that I've been wanting to watch for a while now called Andre the Giant. Nice. About Andre the Giant. And, man, what a great documentary. Uh, It's a quick, you know, 90 minutes goes down smooth and... It just was great to, you know, just watch the, there's so much of this guy I just didn't know. I mean, we know him personally probably from The Princess Bride. Right. That's probably where I would say you and I know him the best from, where a lot of people know him the best from. But he had this whole just career before that in the wrestling world as far as like, especially in the 70s. Growing up, our parents, you know, nobody in the household, our household watched wrestling ever. So we're just not really, weren't a part of that world. No. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, so it was just cool to see because you learn a lot about the rest, like pro wrestling and everything too, while you watch this film, not just him, but as you're watching his career unfold, you're just learning a lot about that world. And that was pretty cool. But yeah, very, very interesting uh, documentary. Um, Heart wrenching at times, I mean, especially towards the end there. A lot of good interviews though. I mean, it's Schwarzenegger. You had a lot of Hulk Hogan interviews. Uh, It was great seeing him and just the influence he had on him and just you again stuff you learn about like going on the 80s in the wrestling world and how that's kind of when it exploded and became just mainstream okay but yeah it's definitely worth checking out (laughs) that one on hbo uh it's on hbo max yeah you can find it on there cool because i know they also have dinner with andre on there as well i think there's oh man it's, it's crazy like you see you've hear stories like how much this guy this guy used to put down like four bottles of wine a night Oof. yeah the way you and i drink like half a six pack he could do that with a 24 pack right half (laughs) (laughs) but yeah okay that's pretty crazy heavy but yeah three beers to us like throughout watching a movie he could drink 24 of those damn yeah crazy crazy yeah <laughs> there's one part i thought they were like gearing up to something and gonna show some footage and they never did is they're talking about how he would just let let go some of the most vile farts you ever heard or smelled <laughs> and i'm waiting for you know, there's all these different people talking about it from it keeps cutting all these different people and then i'm just waiting like oh man they are about to show i'm about to see slash hear the biggest like fart rumble in his in the the world's ever seen and then you just never seen the footage of it that's kind of hilarious i, I just just be like oh my gosh i'm about to see the biggest world's biggest fart ever and then it never happened <laughs> but no i mean you feel i feel bad for the guy because i mean he you know every every he was adored by plenty of people everybody loved him but at the same time you know just being that size like it's just hard to fit in like airplanes for example he couldn't fit in the uh the uh, bathroom of airplanes at all like he literally they had to like go behind a curtain he'd poop into a bucket and then they would just have to dump the bucket 
Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it didn't happen too often, but I mean, he was always traveling. So all over the place, but you know, if he's going from like us to Japan or something, 12 hour flight. Yeah. Right. Eventually you got to go. Yeah. But yeah. I would have to squat into a bucket and then they'd have to like, dispose of it. Oof. Awful. Uh, I know. Oof. No I mean, that's the thing though. It's like being that, being, uh, you know, that big, it's just, the world's not built for you. Beds you don't fit into because you know he was seven four, so yeah, beds you don't fit into. Planes, seats, just anywhere, restaurants, seating. You literally have to have custom made everything. Yeah, but uh, yeah, great interviews though with his brother that's still alive. But it was good though. I would say check it out. Okay, sounds Andre good. Andre the Giant, HBO nice. Max. But yeah, that's that's it for me as far as other stuff I saw. Okay. Well, the only other thing I watched this week was Weird Science. What was it? 1985 kind of sex comedy with, I guess, I don't know if it's technically considered a Brat Pack movie, but it does have Michael Anthony Hall. Yeah, I don't know if that falls under the category. I mean, it's definitely, you know, um, John Hughes film. It's smack dab in the middle, because I think it's before Pretty in Pink, or I think Pretty in Pink was after this movie. I think it was, yeah yeah so yeah shiloh is this one of her favorite movies i guess i've only seen it once so we watched it again the other day and we we saw it a few years ago in theaters didn't we i don't remember if i went with you to that oh you know what i think that was um connor okay you did yeah you and i saw because it was part of their uh, hall pass month you and i went to a couple of them and then you didn't go to this one for some reason but connor and i went to this one Okay. Well, yeah, you know, it's just a dumb, fun, little, weird 80s movie about a kid to build a robot. I almost said sex robot, but they never actually have sex with the... Well, they, they bring a Barbie doll to life, essentially. I mean, yeah, they bring a Barbie doll to life. And it's just such a weird movie. It really is. Bill Paxton, though, is hilarious in it. Oh, I know. When I saw Tucker, I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot he's the older brother. And it's just, I don't know, it's pretty hilarious like it's really weird to watch at some parts because i'm just like why is this happening it's just such a weird movie that feels like a weird 80s movie so i don't know but that's kind of stuff that i'm into usually not quite to this extent but i don't know it's still a fun movie we had a good time and you know it's makes me want to actually go see because i've never seen pretty in pink and i think there's i think that's the only brat pack movie i haven't actually seen but do you remember seeing uh Robert Downey in it? I didn't realize that was Robert Downey Jr. the first time until Shiloh pointed it out. I'm like, oh my god, it's Robert Downey Jr. I've only ever seen him young in one other movie, which was like going back to school or called something like that. <laughs> I don't know, but it is kind of funny to see Robert Downey Jr. before before his downfall. And but you know, we already see him now at his right. You know when he is back in the mainstream beloved fucking robert downey jr it's kind of cool to see both sides mm-hmm. but i don't know i it, there's not much to say it's a pretty well-known movie it's still a lot of fun Just some weird 80s movie that wouldn't be made today yeah <laughs> can't get a date so we're gonna bring a barbie doll to life and make a date exactly and then just never have sex with it because i don't think yeah i think you're right i don't think they ever do <laughs> No, they may, both make out with her. But it's also something weird that I always thought was kind of funny. She also they, is... They never made the second base? 
Yeah, but I think it's also funny that she continuously just tries to make them look cool in front of her, their peers and also push them to actually go out with real girls. Which good on her. Yeah, I know. Like, which is kind of an interesting push to the movie. And like, it the, makes uh, it- the, the main character in the movie we're about to talk about could have used her advice. <laughs> really could have. But yeah, I don't know. Weird Science holds up for the most part, I think. It's just some weird-ass movie. I'm going to have to watch that again. Uh, John Hughes movies are great. Yeah. I'm, I'm overdue to watch so many of them. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 16 Candles. Yeah, I'm overdue to watch all that. They have Uncle Buck on uh, HBO, I think. I, to this day, have never seen Uncle Buck. Neither have I, but Uncle Buck in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, I think he also did. Mm-hmm. Which is also on HBO. Are they? Uh, check this out. Yeah, I have never seen Martin Uncle Buck. And it's got... Uh, Macaulay John Culkin? Uh, no. Wait. I was talking about Planes, Trains. Oh, are they talking about Uncle Buck? I'm like, no, Macaulay's in it. Mac no. is in it. Well, I know, that's Uncle Buck. But yeah, no, I don't know. I definitely should watch more. I definitely should watch a lot more of his movies. I think... I've only seen the big ones <laughs> and not even all of those. Hopefully if the Academy theater opens soon, they'll do something. That'd be great. If they did a John Hughes marathon, I would love that 16 so, candles, weird science, Ferris Bueller, Freddie and pink just played it all. That'd be pretty sweet. It'd be awesome. And throwing fast times at Richmond high just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Oh yeah. That's where we saw it. Fast times. And then, yeah. Okay. That was part of hall pass. I remember that. Yeah. I think, I think they had, 16 Candles, Fast Times, Weird Science, and Days and Confused. And I went to at least three of the four. Nice. Badass. All right. Well, yeah, that's all I got on Weird Science. Uh, oh, that's another thing I love about that movie. Great song by Unga Boingo. Oh, yeah. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intentions? Weird Science. Weird Science great movie all right let's move on here daniel and uh let's talk some giant ants yep giant right. ants so we decided you know after godzilla last week hey, it'd be kind of fun to do another cheesy movie so we, daniel found this one showed me the trailer it's like yeah that looks fun it's called it came from the desert from 2017 it kind of was a uh what looked to be share my screen here with you what looked to be super super low budget well, look at this poster i actually like this poster a lot for what the type of movie is that's a great poster yeah that's what it that's like the title card on hulu i'm like okay monsters although, although BMX bikes. way bigger than they did in in the movie right there in the poster that's definitely after effects I mean, it's all all After Effects. But yeah, literally, like I That's was a watching. Great poster, though. I saw it, and I'm like, I literally saw the picture. I watched like a minute of the trailer, then I'm like, I'm just gonna save this for later. Huh? Seemed like a movie. I'm like, yeah, this looks stupid and dumb, and let's see how it turns out. But yeah, oof, did it not turn out? Like, I love good bad movies, and you know, but this leaned more into just being bad bad instead of good bad slash fun bad but yeah, it, it started out fun bad i would say and then it just eventually got to where it was just bad bad like it, it got to a point where so you have these two brothers brian and lucas 
where I was just waiting for, I'm like, you know what? The ants could just kill these two off and I wouldn't give a fuck. Like they could both die for all I care. I just don't care anymore. The brother Lucas, the older brother was uh, so annoying. I mean, they made him too dumb. (laughs) Oh yeah. He was just too dumb. Like I, and I guess that was intentional because this movie is very meta, but yeah. Okay. It came from the desert is essentially the story of these brothers who are going into the middle of the desert for a, a party, like a kegger. And then they wander off into this like abandoned facility that has been overrun with gigantic ants and the ants come and track them. And then they start killing everybody in the party and they have to fight against the ants and try and kill them all. Pretty simple premise. Pretty simple. Yeah, they're out there because the older brother is the motocross championship of his town, I guess. So, like, hey, we got to have a party to celebrate my championship. Well, let's go to the desert. And apparently some hero from a movie series is going to come. What do they call the guy? The Eradicator. The Eradicator. Like, they worship this guy. Like, this guy is, like, the coolest thing ever in their minds. Like, he's the Michael Jordan of just everything to them. The Eradicator. Right. And supposedly he's, for some reason, going to come see a bunch of douchebags out in the desert. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It's probably some cross-promotion. Like, oh, yeah, you have to go guest star and uh, shake these guys' hands because they won the tournament. (sighs) All right. Basically. So, yeah, I mean, first off, I'm just going to say, wow to the dialogue. Like, this was just horrible, cheesy dialogue. And everything was just so over the top. The way, just the way they talked. I don't know. Like, uh, let's see. It feels see. like one of those meddling movies that they kind of didn't commit to, like going super over the top or trying to keep it semi or keep it grounded. It kind of is one of those movies that they try and walk the line, and which makes it kind of not work. But at the same time, it doesn't ever feel like. I don't know. It's really weird that it feels like they're trying to toe the line of being semi serious, but also being over the top and being self aware. But it doesn't feel like it's always self-aware, which kind of well, throws... like the brother, the way just the way he talks to you, like, man, if you want this Lisa girl, you gotta strap on the balls. Like you just, you just gotta do it, man. Gotta talk to her. Like he would always he talked like that constantly, and it just got so annoying so fast. It, I know, I was talking to Shiloh why, about. It feels like over- this movie was supposed to be made in the nineties, right? It totally does. It really, really does. But it doesn't have that 90s, like, feel to make it funny. (laughs) No. No. Like, like, man, look at that hole out there in the desert, man. Let's go check it out. We should go check it out, man. Yeah, I know the brother is supposed to be dumb. Like, Lucas is supposed to be dumb, but I felt for most of me, I'm like, he's just too dumb for it to be fun. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it's one thing if he's just, like, less competent, doesn't know, like, have the dictionary memorized like his brother, but just his way of expressing. But even the other brother, though, Brian, still kind of talked in an over-the-top sense. Yeah. Delivering all these cheesy lines. Like, it is It is hilarious how, um, did you notice, they leave their, when they leave their house, they head to the desert, and then they swing by to the girls' neighborhood the houses look just the same like as yeah. far as like saving on budget shooting location <laughs> they yeah. just went to a different part of the same neighborhood 
Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, okay, is this something that's common in New Mexico or is this just them saving budget, which probably the budget. Right. But yeah, but even even Brian, the younger brother, has some cheesy ass lines. So like when the girl is walking to the car, first the older brother's like, if this were a movie, this would be where the slow motion happens. And then they cut to her walking in slow motion. And Brian's like, holy Virgin Mary of Bethlehem. Yeah, so they don't talk like people. Like, they're characters to the max. And I think it's just a little bit too much for, like, what's happening. I don't know. Like, usually over-the-top campiness, but it didn't really go campy either. You invite her? Why'd you do that, man? You know I like her. Yeah, I know. This movie is like probably one of the most inconsequential movies I have ever watched. Where I'm just like, would I have rather not watched it? I don't know. I didn't like, but is there like? I mean, I I had fun for the first half. After the ants destroy the uh, their camp out area, I was kind of over it at that point. But at that time, I was just so tired of the brothers and their cheesy dialogue lines and just their over delivery of the lines that again as if the ants ate them i wouldn't care i just wouldn't care um i'm trying to think of some stuff i yeah, wrote I know, down the, here the movie's only an hour and a half long and after like an hour and 15 minutes i'm like they should have just cut off like 20 minutes off off of the end there's not a lot that happens at the end that matters well there's just let's talk about just some of the cheese moments like here's one the other two like biker brothers come up from behind and lucas is like oh man i can't let them like outride us to the place so i gotta put my life in danger instead of stopping and uh getting out and going and get my bike off the truck and uh, riding it you take the wheel man as we're going 50 miles an hour and i'm gonna get out there and somehow in five seconds i'm gonna unhook the bike somehow the uh the uh, tailgate's gonna magically go down and i'm gonna ride my bike off the back of the truck man yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was one thing. She's like, "Oh, oh God, it's my rivals! I, I gotta go." <laughs> but like, I thought it was a couple things. I thought was funny was that uh, Lucas keeps pulling out of beers out of nowhere. You have another beer? I even had one yet. You haven't even had one yet. Yeah, oh I was- man! I was like, "Well, then go back to the party and get one, dummy." <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be, yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, one of the things which is like, this is some Jurassic Park shit, like exactly Jurassic Park when they're in the cafeteria hiding from the ants, which I thought was funny. I'm like, okay, so that's the like, part that's like, yeah, it's, it's self-aware. And then it goes from self-aware to not self-aware. <laughs> so funny. And, and they even say it went from Jurassic Park to Alien when they enter an egg chamber that's glowing green. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Did you, also, notice, did you notice when they're uh, in like the rec room struggling with the one ant Lucas for some reason can't put down his beer he's holding he's struggling and holding his brother's gonna get taken up and eaten by an ant and for some reason he just doesn't put down his beer that's his character man Lucas does not put down the beer until it's empty well doesn't he have a line too like I uh, said something like We're, oh it's when they want to go back and rescue the girl eventually he's like oh man this is, sounds like a suicide mission like he says something along the lines like, man, if we die, there better be beers and chicks in heaven. Yeah, he's like, there better be a lot of beers and chicks in heaven or else I'm going to be pissed. 
<laughs> like, yeah. But there's so there's that moment where he just never puts down the goddamn beer. So he put it when they first go in the kitchen area. He puts it down on a shelf and then he grabs it before they start crawling. Then he never puts it down. And Brian's about to get um, killed, and then Lisa comes to the rescue and chops it up with an axe. But then she drops the axe and doesn't bring it with her, you know, because there could be more. I mean, it's that standard horror movie logic. You're like, yeah, I killed something with a weapon. We're going to leave the weapon. Like, yep, sure. Why take something you've already killed one of them with? You know? But uh, one of the things I'm not like, okay, this movie is based in 20, is made in 2017. They don't say that it takes place in like the past, even though it feels like it has a lot of 90s and early 2000 tropes. Yeah, that's a, have, everyone's, got, everyone's got a razor flip phone. Yeah. And I'm just like, was this an independent movie or was this just a bad movie made in 2005 that they shelved until 2017? Right. Cause that was something I was wondering because, yeah, the cell phone technology was like two, very 2005. Everything else, I mean, like the movie within the movie was very 80s. That was hilarious how bad that was. Yeah, and it's one of those, yeah, very 2005 like CGI too. <laughs> the Eradicator when they show him. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh man. So, okay. Because this movie doesn't fucking, it's a weird ass movie. You're not going to watch it anyway. We're the only ones that watch this piece of shit. And so. I, I didn't know what to expect either. Like, was this going to be like a canon film? You know, canon? Like, and it, like was there going to be gratuitous nudity and violence everywhere? There really, it was pretty tame for the most part. Some violence, but very tame for the most part. And right. no gratuitous nudity whatsoever, which I thought this kind of movie would definitely have that. Nothing. They show that girl semi stripping in a bathing suit. Yeah, she takes off her shirts, but oh, she's wearing a bathing suit underneath. Full size bathing suit. Yeah. Interesting. Although that brings me to one of the things that laughed so fucking hard at is that like you see her like stripping right as the ants are starting to attack the party and they just shoot her in the face with like acid. And just burn her one of her like half of her face off. That was awesome. I laugh. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get some laugh out loud moments. One that was so cheesy but funny was uh, you had that one douchebag that he actually used the line, "Lisa, I'm a lover, not a fighter." You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> I know exactly what you. Mean. But later on, he's with her. He tries to go in for a kiss. For a second, she pretends to go with it, and then she knees him in the nuts, and then. <laughs> <laughs> they literally switched to him talking in like a helium voice like, oh, why did you do it i can't even do it <laughs> yeah i i saw that i was just like whoa that was that was weird i mean I they literally probably like all right cut now you lay on the ground all right now suck the helium out of this balloon all right when we say now say your lines <laughs> i mean you literally talked in a high-pitched helium voice it was hilarious that was pretty funny also so at the beginning of this movie, they show like a meteorite like hitting Earth in like the 50s or 60s or something. And then it's like 67 years later, they're having a party, right? So I'm like, oh, okay. So the radiation from this meteor caused all the eight, like the ants in the ground to mutate and become super large. Wait, That's what though? I thought was going to happen. Okay. And then they're just like, Actually, we mixed ant DNA with alien DNA and spider DNA. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you've got to, to you got save lives. 
<laughs> he, he was like, to save lives. Yeah. One, but, how? Two, we're just going to jump the shark with, yeah, it's alien DNA. I'm like, okay. All right. That's not where I was expecting this to go. <laughs> no. Me, me as well. But it was, yeah. So I thought that kind of made me laugh just because I'm like, okay, well, they got aliens in there. Alien spider ant hybrids is what these are. I mean, they look cool. I like the concept art for them quite a bit. They looked rad, especially the one with the wings uh, when they were in the truck trying to get away and it was like shooting them with a web and trying to pull them towards it. That was cool. Yeah. And then, you know, you get an amazing line from Lisa it's like there is only there is only one queen and it's not you eat a dick and then she shoots it oh yeah somehow the gun works after that line yeah they got these like high-end guns that don't shoot unless you like talk to it nobody knows what to say to it then she says that line and all of a sudden oh i will work and shoot for you again like that stuff doesn't bother me because it's already a crappy cheesy movie that's somewhat meta somewhat self-aware i would consider this one of those over-the-top self-aware moments well there's so many, there's so many scenes that were just like wait why are we doing this now one of them was like you know how he he's gonna try to make the jump she stops him from making the jump they crash they're still on the run yet they decide to stop this moment and have a fight you just like my brother don't you yeah i saw the way you looked at him you like him yeah Oof. i'm like why are we having this conversation right now right also, I liked when they were in, like, the lair, because, like, the fucking ants didn't kill any of the party members. They just took them down underground for them to, f- the babies to feed on. Yeah, that was pretty disappointing, actually, to find out everybody was alive still. That was one complaint I had about this movie. Way too many people alive at the end. What the hell? Yeah, like, almost everybody. There was a couple people that straight up died, but not as many as you would think. Everybody should be dead, especially that kid with the uh, backpack thing, porn drink. Oh, yeah. He should have oh, been yeah. dead. One of the things I thought, well, I thought that was funny and also just because of how low budget was, there's like, you're not going to be able to cut through like the, like whatever the ants encased them in without proper tools. And I'm like, look, it, you wrapped them in trash bags, at least make it look like it's something unbreakable because it just looks like a fucking trash bag. Right. (laughs) But I don't know. Again, this was just like not good, bad. It was just bad, bad. Uh, here's and a moment. The, that the that kiss moment there felt so like, all right, well, I guess now we're at the part in the story where we kiss is what it felt like. Didn't feel natural at all. I was like, well, I guess it's the part where we kiss because the story says so. Yeah, he literally says to Lisa, give me some sugar. I mean, he's had a boner for her the whole time. We know that, but yeah, you know, at least go back to civilization and then like take her out for a proper meal and then like, I don't know, have some kind of, I don't know, overlooking the sunset. I don't know. I don't know. You're asking too much, Jordan. That was before. That, they don't have the budget for that. Yeah. Way too, asking way too much. <laughs> let's see. Um, let's see. Oh, yes. Let's see. The armor scene was kind of hilarious. So you like find weapons and armor and then they walk out and it just looks like they're in biker gear, which that's what it was hilarious um he ended up actually making the jump at the end of the movie and i wrote down like a 90s movie like a 90s extreme sport movie yep hilarious no ramp or anything to hoist yeah totally just 
lands it no problem like bullshit oh oh and when they were about to blow up like the lair like the lucas's rival rides in and rides out with him on the back of it to escape the explosion which looked super terrible right and and great timing too like hmm i mean that thing could have gone off like 10 seconds earlier and everybody would have been even two seconds earlier everybody would have been dead right it and also i don't know you you like i do like that part where he's like before i rescue you and save your ass um i want you to promise this this and this you're gonna tell everybody i'm the best Yeah, see, like, that was funny. It, like, some of it was funny. Some of it just landed so flat. And it's more flat than funny, which is unfortunate. The tone is super uneven. Oh, here, here's another part, too, that was funny. Is, uh, they're trying to get in the truck. Of course, it doesn't start. Ant's trying to attack them, so they run out one door. Lisa, for some reason, has to take off her jacket from around her waist and put it, put, has, has to take the time to put it on before they jump on the bike and go. I mean, it gets cold when you're riding a bike. Uh, it's just funny stuff like that. I, I mean, it, it could have been worse. At least they showed her, put it on. It could have just been like, we cut to the next shot and she's just wearing it. Right. Which I'm surprised that didn't happen. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of some other. <laughs> Is there any good to this? Uh, I actually like the 80s score. That sounded kind of cool. Yeah. 80s score was nice i mean the ants themselves i I like the ants they were cool yeah like cgi kind of reminded me of uh starship troopers Mm -hmm. like that level yeah but just not as enjoyably bad as starship troopers right 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 (laughs) so yeah those are a couple positives of it but yeah by the end of this i was just like and everybody can just die for all i care maybe not lisa lisa's probably the coolest of them but all the rest could just die for all i cared yeah i just didn't yeah i mean jordan i'm pretty sure we're the only people that have watched this movie that's what it feels like probably because it's just that type of movie that just if if anybody else would like to join us it's streaming on hulu right now yeah if you want to feel bad about wasting an hour and a half go ahead at least it was only an hour and a half like if they had pushed this to like two hours oh i don't know if i would have probably would have if it was two hours, I probably would have stopped at like an hour 15, hour 20 and be like, no, nah, I'm good. Right. You know, but after that hour mark, I'm like, okay, I've realistically got like 15 to 20 minutes left before credits start rolling. So let's just, let's just get it done. Oh, and do you like how those cameras conveniently jam when they're trying to get into the place? Yeah. Or the, not the cameras, but the guns with the, cam- the camera guns and whatever. That's what I was trying to figure out. I'm like, I'm like, I'm probably overthinking it. But yeah, when he drives them through century turrets that are set up in the desert, they don't focus on them. They focus on the ants. I'm like, maybe it's because they're wearing the armor. Maybe it's because they have the guns. Maybe that emits like a signal. That's how I was kind of justifying it in my head. Right. Uh, I'm talking about when they first sneak into the facility. Oh, yeah. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> the guns just conveniently jammed so they can run past it. And then, yeah, first thing that his brother discovers that he's in love with, <gasps> beer? Oh, cool. I bet there's beer in here. Right. Oh, here's a line I wrote down that was hilarious. I think you're the best girl in the world. Or no, she goes, what kind of girl do you think I am? I think you're the best girl in the world. <laughs> Yeah, that is a line that was said in the movie. 
don't know. Yeah. I I think I don't know. I think I've talked about all the cheese I want to talk about. I mean, that's pretty much it. I was enjoying it in the beginning. The middle, I was just like, oh, okay. And by the end, like the last twenty or thirty minutes, I'm like, can I be done with this already? Yeah. I mean, they were both both brothers were very cliche characters. Very cliche. I mean, I think that's the point though. So I'm like. Lucas was a total douche. I hated seeing him like literally when he's throwing his beer cans down in the canyon. I'm like, you fucking douche. I know that is something that grinds my gears too is littering. <laughs> but even his brother's like, don't litter. And then he throws another one. I'm like, fuck you. All right, what else do I have? Let's see here. Cheesy dialogue. Cool opening with Meteor. Cool music throughout, for the most part, except for whoever that band was that kept playing over and over. No thanks. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it feels like fuckboy music, but not from a real band. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's about all I gotta say. Um, I'm personally, I think Lisa is better off without either one of them. I think she's just gone back to town and found out someone else to date. <laughs> uh, she should have left. She should have left the city. Leave the state of New Mexico. You can come to me, Lisa, here in Portland, Oregon. There you go. Yeah, leave New Mexico. Just get out. Nothing oh, man, to do there. Lisa girl, she, she, oh, she's such a babe, man. I just don't have the confidence to go out with her, though. I just, I don't know. She probably likes you more. Yeah. <laughs> so, in closer, um, this movie sucks. One, it's not the fun bad it's not fun campy it's just a bad indie movie that i'm assuming a couple teenage like a couple teenagers or 20 year olds made i mean good for them but still yeah i mean you gotta start somewhere i guess but has the director gone on and done anything else let's see 35 credits oops 35 credits i guess Border Town TV series, guys. Glass Mountain, another one that came from the desert. Okay, so it really shorts, doesn't look. A lot of shorts. A lot of shorts. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe someday he'll make a name for himself. Maybe. What? What's Border Town? That sounds familiar. It's this really shitty cartoon show that was on Fox, or I think a season. It just, I didn't like it that much. Looks like a live-action Netflix show. Oh. Not the same border town I was thinking of then. Three seasons. I don't know. Okay. Well, never mind. 7.6. I don't know. Well. Don't worry. Uh, Now I'm after this. I'm like, okay. I'm capped out on bad movies for a while. Now we can go back to like maybe AFI movies or you know a couple like new movies came out on disney and netflix so probably check one of those out oh really because i i was thinking of uh we should totally get into the uh new lady in the tramp movie you know (laughs) i don't know if i'd rather watch that or like that artemis fell movie that came out just like this week on disney plus what's it called it's called artemis fell it's actually right there like uh to the right on your screen it's it was supposed to be in theaters, but since it closed, they just put it, pushed it onto Disney+. Plus. Although, I saw that the Rotten Tomato score on it was 10%. Yikes. So I'm like, ooh, that's not great. It's not even good. It's terrible. 
But yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking about that too. Lady and the Tramp, Artemis Fowl, or uh, I'm actually looking forward to uh, seeing Emma Stone as Quarterville in the live action. Yeah, hopefully that'll be good. I don't know if that's going to be the 101 Dalmatian story all over again or something else, but I'm looking forward to seeing her. Have you seen the photo? Fo- you've seen the photos of her, right? Playing yeah, the part. Of of oh, they look great. All right. Well, that wraps up our review here of It Came from the Desert. Streaming on Hulu right now. It came from the trash can. We double dog Daria to click play. Yes, just make sure you have at least two six packs per person. Yes, definitely drink <laughs> beer. While watching. Alcohol in general. Not, just, not even just beer, but just drink alcohol while you watch this because you're going to need it. Exactly. All right. Well, Daniel, let's wrap this up here. Any yeah. last thoughts? Or no, that was it. That was more than enough. All right. Well, where, the, where can they find us? You can find us online on Instagram, Twitter, movies underscore brews. <laughs> Let us know if you actually watched this movie, if you enjoyed it, or if you hated it, or if you just realized this is just a shitty movie that they put on the streaming service. Let us That's know. That's how I'm feeling, but you know, it doesn't take away the fact that it was shitty and I spent an hour and a half watching it. <laughs> and if you feel like going to iTunes, leave us the five star review just because they help the show. All right, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing the podcast with friends. And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Booze. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.